Dom Baker, welcome to the Avalanche Hour podcast. How's it going? Good, Caleb. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, you bet. Let's see, how did, how did we come to this point, Dom? I think you reached out via Instagram to me this spring, perhaps, and um, or the spring of 2020, and, uh, and, and we got in touch about getting you involved in the podcast. And so we're sitting down this evening, um, early February, and you've been sending us some content that we're going to roll into this season's podcast episode lineup. And so we were hoping to maybe just introduce you to the listener base this evening. And so I was hoping you could introduce yourself, talk about where where you're from, where you came from, some some of the formative experiences that have shaped your career thus far. Yeah, man, you bet. Um, I grew up in Victoria on Vancouver Island there, so staring across the water at uh, the beautiful Hurricane Ridge on the Olympic Peninsula there in northwestern Washington. But uh, despite staring at the Alpine, that in like Mount Baker, you know, on a clear day, uh, it's really not a ski town. It's like a good four, four or five hours from uh, Mount Washington, which is the nearest ski hill. So, um, you know, I'd go a couple times a year sort of thing with the family and then um, you know, a bit more as a teenager kind of thing. My folks would drop me off at the ski bus at like 3.30 in the morning, downtown Victoria. And I'd, you know, buy a bus ticket and ride the bus like five hours all the way up the island and rent some skis and ski all day and then ride the bus back again. And then pretty much just like sling burgers until I could afford to do that again. So uh, it was hooked right from, from day one, despite not going a lot. So yeah, after high school, started ski bombing and eventually got a job working at a cat skiing lodge uh, west of Revelstoke Mustang powder. And that was really what kind of changed everything for me in, in, uh, snow and avalanche, um, world, I guess you could say, like I was working as a bartender. I wasn't like in a guiding facet at all, but I just got totally hooked on backcountry skiing and started taking, you know, the recreational avalanche courses. And then, uh, I guess you could say with each course I took, I kind of like realized how much I didn't know. So then I wanted to like a bunch more because I loved it and then take another course and yeah just uh nerd out and uh, enjoy the days in the mountains so eventually um that kind of came to an end and uh managed to get a job ski patrolling um at Whitewater uh in Nelson and um that's kind of where I first found out about this whole avalanche forecasting business I, I want to say it was like in the first couple days of staff training my first season I met one of the other guys on patrol and he was working for highways avalanche forecasting at a, at a place called Kootenai Pass. And I was like, what? You're doing what? That sounds awesome. That's what I want to do. And so I kind of set that that in my sights. And, you know, I didn't know how kind of attainable it was really. But I just sort of, you know, what what do I need to do to get to that point? So, you know, try to spend lots of time out ski touring and try to, you know, travel in different types of terrain and, you know, get into the Rockies and the Selkirks and the you know, the Purcells tried to see a bunch of different snowpacks and take all the courses and all that stuff. And sure enough, I guess about five years later, I got hired on part-time uh, at CUNY Pass there doing uh, like an avalanche assistant job, I guess it's called there. So uh, yeah, working in forecasting and, you know, learned how to heli bomb and all that kind of stuff. So that, that's been an amazing place to work. Uh, super tight team and a really good boss, like super motivated and really, uh, focused on just doing a great job and, and having a good time doing it. So yeah, that's kind of how I got into the world of avalanche forecasting, I guess. Now I work, uh, well, this current winter, I guess you should say, I work in Revelstoke uh, for the Ministry of Transportation, um, forecasting for the highways around here. 
um, just finished Helibobbin this afternoon, actually. Um, and so that's been interesting to learn uh, a new program and a few different areas. And um, I guess in addition to all that stuff, I've uh, done a little bit of uh, instruction for the Canadian Avalanche Association um, on their, uh, it's called the Operations Level 1 course. So it'd be kind of like the Pro 1 down in the States. Uh, in Canada, uh, we have like a couple of recreational avalanche courses and then um, three professional levels. So I teach the uh, the professional level one. Um, so yeah, all of that's been just, I guess, I can't sit still and I like doing a bunch of different stuff. So all of that's been kind of on just trying to be uh, diverse in the industry and, you know, uh, I don't know what the old term is, like a bunch of feathers in your cap, just to get better at my job, basically, is what it comes down to. And at the end of the day, let's face it, it's all just because I love going ski touring. Well, that seems like a great diverse background in the snow and avalanche world, Dom. Um, what What are your hopes and dreams that, that you feel like you can bring to the, the Avalanche Hour podcast and maybe talk a little bit about some of the interviews that you have done and are doing for the, the rest of this um 2021 season yeah you bet well um i just like to say i've listened to the podcast for you know three years now i guess and um over the course of a whole bunch of long solo road trips i've uh, just pretty much burned through the whole catalog there and i really enjoyed it and um the one thing i noticed is like there hasn't been a lot of canadian content which totally makes sense with you being in the american industry there so i thought that that would be something that i could help bring to the table I've just been fortunate, I guess, over the years to work with, you know, quite a few different uh, guys that have been in the industry for a, a really long time that have been, you know, really good mentors or just people that I've enjoyed having a beer with uh, more than anything. Um, so I thought maybe I could bring that whole um, world to the Avalanche Hour podcast. Now, I hadn't realized at the same time, Wes Gregg was uh, reaching out to you and he's brought some really cool stuff to the table. I've been really enjoying his interviews. So um, you know, given that I work in the industry, that's sort of where I thought I'd focus. Um, so my first interview was with Grant Helgeson. Uh, he's one of the senior avalanche uh, forecasters at Avalanche Canada. Um, he came to mind because uh, I'd met him and had a couple beers with him. He's a super entertaining, charismatic guy, um, but also because he's from Montana. And I thought, you know, uh, this is an American podcast uh, by birth. And it'd be kind of cool to have um, a guy that's worked uh, in the States and in Canada to be like kind of the first guy that I interviewed. Uh, he started out at the Utah Avalanche Center and then has worked for Avalanche Canada for you know 10 or so years. So that one will be coming up first. Uh, then I had a really interesting chat with Brad White. He's a full IFMGA mountain guide. Uh, he worked at Mustang back in the day when I worked there. And uh, he's one of those country gentlemen, I should say, you know, like big mustache, looks like a cowboy, been a mountain guide since I was like in diapers. Um, he's got a lot of good stories and his family is literally the roots of skiing in the Rockies. Uh, his grandfather was involved in starting Mount Norquay uh, near Banff. Um, and then also uh, what was Temple Chalet at the time, but is now Lake Louise. And then his father was involved with uh, turning Sunshine Resort into what it is now. Uh, his family is involved in starting Skokie Lodge, which was like pretty much the first backcountry skiing cabin in the Rockies. And his aunt and uncle have a, a hut on the Wapta Traverse named after them as well. So you can see like skiing runs deep in this guy's background. So we have a super interesting chat um, about that. And then uh, I'm just going to do three interviews this winter. And so the, the next one that I've got lined up that I'm really looking forward to uh, is to speak with uh, Grant Statham. Um, he's uh, 
got a lot of history as a mountain guide in the Rockies, lives in Canmore. He works uh, for the national parks uh, doing visitor safety, which is a pretty wild job because not only do they do probably 400 rescues a year, um, they also forecast for uh, the highways in the area. So there's like three different highways, including the Trans-Canada, which is crazy busy. Uh, and then also they do the public avalanche bulletin for backcountry skiers. So he's got an interesting job, but then uh, he's also been involved in some cool stuff that once again, kind of has like a North American wide focus. So that conceptual model of avalanche hazard that we use. Um, and then he's also been involved in a bunch of other research papers and stuff. And he's a total badass climber as well. So I thought, you know, you could tell some cool stories about uh, um, some of the first descents he's done and all that cool stuff. Pretty much just ask him some questions and let him loose. Hopefully he'll entertain me for an hour. All right. And I'm sure he'll entertain all of us. Well, Dom, those sound like some great um, additions to the Avalanche Hour podcast episode cash, as we call it. And uh, that cash is brimming full these days. And so um, we're going to be rolling out some new content from, from across North America and even across the pond. Dom, we'd like to just take a, a moment and, and welcome you to the, the Avalanche Hour podcast. And we really appreciate your contributions and um, look forward to hearing more from you. Awesome, Caleb. Thanks for having me on board, man. It's been a fun process. And uh, like I say, I've enjoyed listening to the podcast for a while. So uh, now it's uh, my enjoyment to be part of it. All right. Thanks, Cheers, buddy. bud. Cheers. Cheers.